0: Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every good conversation happens. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride from author to author. We want to give you an experience where you learn and enjoy the conversation. Authors tell you about their journey, you learn about new books, and at the end of the day, you go home with a smile on your face because the Author's Porch is a beacon of light, bringing you home to the family you never knew you had we hope that you enjoy the show Hey, everybody, welcome to the author's porch where every great conversation happens. And it happens because we trusted Brendan and Vomsey at MasterTalk to show us the power of effective communication. We also make sure we have a great cup of coffee from Third Day Coffee Seguin, a Christ-centered veteran-owned coffee company. Today on the show, and I was rushing so bad that I said, you know, I forgot to ask, do we call you by your author name or your real name? My
1: author name. Okay.
0: Morgan Powell? Powell.
1: Okay, good. Because I was like, oh my (laughs) God, which one is
0: it? Do (laughs) you see the red popping up in my cheeks that I was so unprepared? Okay. Okay. We have Morgan Powell on the show. How are you doing, Morgan? I'm doing great. Okay. Guys, I want to introduce you because I recently met Morgan Powell from an author takeover that we did on Authors on the Porch crew. And we had so much fun because the because usually when author takeovers authors schedule their posts and then they put a bunch of graphics to promote their stuff but morgan was fully engaged and she was doing things yes. that we were just having a good
1: time and i was like oh i want to talk to her she seems fun yeah i am i've been in takeovers and stuff in the past i'm like oh this is boring so I tried to think of things to make it to where it wasn't boring when I was on what I would like to do and I like playing games and being a prankster and stuff so that's why I did what I did and I thought it'd be more impersonal if I stayed on and just went through the whole takeover
0: yeah I was like Morgan's my people we're gonna have fun (laughs) so Morgan is getting ready to release the first two books in her series she loves to read go ahead
1: My first book is already released on Amazon, and I'm getting ready to release my second one to that series, yes. And is this your first time writing? Um, I wrote both of them books in 2016, and I released the first one, but it was edited wrong, so I pulled it, and now it's, actually, I'm getting more experience now than what I did in 2017. So I, I consider this my first time. Yeah,
0: been there. Been yeah. there getting something edited wrong and looking at it and going, "Oh!" Yeah. I've actually published books without getting a professional editor before. I, I actually have some books out there that are not professionally edited. Um, and I guess I'm grateful for not getting reviews on them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I got one real nasty one. And mm. I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to put myself through it. And my uncle, he passed away three years ago and he was my ride or die and he said i want you to promise me something i go yeah i'll promise you anything I go, ah. he says go back to writing i know you can do it i have faith in you i said okay i promise i'll go back to writing and that's what i did bless it took me three years but i did
0: yeah the process is different for everybody and that's what i yes. love
1: and I'm finding more that I've grown more since 2017 I've grown more as an author even so
0: I love that now where are you located at Danville Illinois Okay, so I'm originally from Indianapolis, Indiana. So you're not far Midwest from me. but Two hours. Yeah, yeah, Midwest girls. Hey, hey. but I <laughs> left at the age of 19, traveled the world, went my military career, and I'm a transplanted Texan yeah. now. Like
1: I can't live anywhere else. But I Texan. lived in Texas. I lived in Burton, Brenham, and Houston. Uh, Galveston, Christie. I went to the. When I was little, I had to um, go to the hospital in Galveston. I lived there for about a year. I love Texas. That's my other home. I say. Oh my goodness, we're like we're like twins in right now. I know, right? Yeah. And I all my books have a military theme. Anything I it's, they're going to be military military because that is my way of saying thanks to the service people, past, present, and future, for serving our country the way they do and the sacrifices that they give. Uh, so I was looking
0: at the um, the cover of mm-hmm. that you sent me for our the promo flyer that we did for you coming on the show Mm -hmm. and I was like cowboy hat yes sunset and
1: I was was in (laughs) that series is set in Texas and they're the two my two first books they grew up in Texas on ranches but they're military they're army and their unit came to help with the first from with Morgan because she was having problems And they just stayed. Mm. Their their unit is there, Richie and um, Chance.
0: Mm. That actually happens a lot. A lot. A lot of people are transplanted something or the other and they just stay where they end up. Because I mean I'm yes. transplanted down here in Brownsville, Texas, and a lot of people I go outside and people are just staring at me like, "What is this lady doing <laughs> here?" Because I'm on the I'm in a border town where you don't see a lot of people my right. my complexion, so that that quite that happens quite a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah. I used um, my experience from living in Texas for the mm-hmm. that series.
0: Wow, so. What, um, did you traditionally publish or did you self-publish?
1: Self-published.
0: And how has that experience been for you?
1: It's been good. I really enjoy it. And the people I'm meeting, Mm -hmm. I, I, because I was going to do it through a publishing house and I didn't like how they treated me. Yeah. And then my contract ended and they're like, well, before we publish, we had to uh, get you another you, uh, you another contract. I'm like, you're taking my money every month, and I haven't been on contract since 2017, but you're taking my money every month? No, thank you.
0: Yeah, definitely. Push them aside, do it yourself,
1: you know, yes. especially if they're and, not
0: producing anything.
1: Yeah, and I find that I like self-publishing because I'm more involved and more hands-on, and that's what I like about being self-published. My um no, I don't want this. You cannot push this idea on me. I don't want it. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Have you had a lot of support within the
1: indie self publishing world? Yes. I have book who authors on my Facebook and if I have a question and I post it on my Facebook, instantly I get tons of help. Yeah. So That's I why like I love about I like, the indie world. Yeah. They're 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 not out well, well, I'm an author, so I'm not gonna help you. Well, what are you having problems with? This is what I, I'll help you with it if I can, or I'll direct you to somebody that I know will help.
0: Yeah. I love the network within the self-publishing world because people are willing to help out. Now, obviously yes. they're not willing to help out to the detriment of themselves, meaning they're not willing no. to make your yeah. book, their full-time job. But right. if they're willing, they're, they are
1: willing to give you advice and throw you a, yes. you know, some information. Well, this one lady, I didn't know nothing about France. And I was going to have my, this book I'm writing now. Mm-hmm. I was going to have her write, you know, I was going to have him go to France for a business conference. And she told me about France yeah. and everything. Where you would want to go C D E how it is and everything. So I like that. You know, you, you need to have them go see this. You need to go have them see that and everything. And that's what I did. That's super cool because not everyone gets to experience everything, but
0: you can utilize right. your network to get that authentic information for your book. Yes. That's super
1: cool. Right. And uh, all my family is military. Okay. So to get information about the army, I went to the people I know that was in the army Navy and all that. My brother was in is, was in the navy, so he told me about the navy. So when I whatever tra- whatever book I'm on, and that's the you know the service I want, I got the information from family members.
0: So is romance the jo- the only genre that you write? <laughs>
1: I for the, the titles for my um, Sterling Live at the Ranch the ones that's released now, it's a western. Military, romantic, erotic romance. Okay. So yeah, that's what I write under. Mm-hmm. Because who don't love a new romance? <laughs> I, this girl does. This girl <laughs> does.
0: And is what's the what's the genre that you read? Do you read the same genre?
1: Yes, I read about MCs. I read about shifters. Uh-huh. I read about anything. And it's the the blurb that gets me. I have it has to have a good blurb and then a good cover for me to Yeah. And if I can't get in it for the first chapter, I'm not gonna waste my time. Uh, so
0: true. I have there's there's been books of people that I want to read their work because I know them and I wanna support. Mm-hmm but mm-hmm. like I've reread the first chapter 20 times and I remember each time why I can't get past the first chapter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't, I want to support you so bad, but I just can't get past right. that chapter. And I love you to death, but I just can't read it. Like I can't and I want to cry because I want yeah, to. Too. I yeah, I totally get it. And I love people who can read in that genre mm-hmm. and write in that genre. Cause I, I my favorite genre to read is fantasy. Uh, I love getting. Oh, all no, I love fantasy, fantasy. But I can't write in it. I read all genres. So mm-hmm. I read all genres, but I can't write in fantasy.
1: Yeah.
0: I can write in I, all I, the genres, but I can't write fantasy.
1: Right. And, and sometimes I like a book that's based on true facts. If it's a true fact and I like, and I'm already interested because of the news and stuff. Yeah. I will get it just to read the story for what like if there's a show on about that story, but it don't have everything in the, in the movie. I'll get the book just so I can read what oh. wasn't in it. How did they come out? This, this person was guilty or that person was guilty. Um, I like them kind of too.
0: Yeah. And where do you get the inspiration for your books? Like how, how does that pop in there
1: and, <laughs> Telling right you now, I got, I so got five in my head right now that I'm working on. Um, hey. My sterling love at the ranch. I had a dream about it. I love that. And, and between that one and healing his love, healing his heart at the ranch, which is coming out soon, they were in the dream, and I wrote them within three months. Oh, I love that. I do the yes. same. I've turned a
0: nightmare into a romance. Good story. <laughs> like, I totally get yes. that. Like, people who dream stories up are fascinating to me because, yes. like, it's like your characters find you in the dream state mm-hmm. and it's like they can talk to you in that state. And yes. it's like this special place, right? Mm-hmm.
1: See, on my second book, Richie, I had a best friend through high school. And uh, he was my best friend. I mean, we could finish each other's sentences, nobody would understand our relationship unless you've seen him from the get go. And uh, he came like a brother to me, he died 20 years ago, and him, my cousin, and two of their babies died. And uh, Richie is based off of him his looks, his attitude, his demeanor, and everything is just based off of Richie.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, now I gotta know. I gotta know Richie now.
1: Like I need uh, to know Richie now. Oh. <laughs> he was a sweetheart. I mean, he w- he had my back. He he held me down. He was my anchor in life. Yeah. And everything. And uh, my dad. Funny story. My dad. When he read my first book, he goes, "I have to ask you a question." I'm like, "Okay." He goes, "The sex scenes. Are they true, or did you make them up?" I <laughs> said, "Do you want to know the truth, or do you want me to lie?" <laughs> Like, oh he goes God, lie I'm lie lying. I said well dad you don't want to know you don't know, want to know where I come up with them sex scenes no oh, that, you know,
0: that is so funny because that's like awkward dad like don't ask those yeah.
1: questions. I'm, I'm, my mom said I was red in the face and everything and he said no I don't want to know
0: I don't, I don't. Like he He said I got, got to your first
1: scene that. and I had to quit reading I, said, I figured <laughs> I, said, I didn't I think you would know. read it when I gave it to you
0: yeah it's one of those things like you want uh, certain books you want your parents to support you but then at the same time you're like this is kind of (laughs) awkward
1: right i'm like oh my god what did i do
0: that's the struggle of every romance writer Mm -hmm. i think see i write clean romance so there's no sex scenes in my book so i'm totally okay but i don't my my
1: family doesn't read my work so i'm cool yeah and that's that's like my aunt she goes can you can you do me a favor when you get time can you write a book that don't have sex scenes in it make it look like they did but don't go don't go so drafty <laughs> i'm like yes i will you're try like, to oh, work oh. you in sometime in the next three years
0: yeah you're like but the readers love that part yeah. like i'm i'm sitting here i almost posted today i was, i almost posted on facebook today does anybody read clean romance anymore can i get a book to sell? <laughs>
1: right
0: (laughs) because I mean that's that romance is the number one selling genre Mm -hmm. in literature it just is and the more that you get graphic and it's not like a bad thing to be graphic because it isn't I mean we need to embrace the fact that it's okay if if you're in a safe environment I mean if you're taking something from somebody if you're harming Oh, you froze somebody that's different I'm with it. there really is it and I love right. I've read the graphic of the graphic and and the way mm-hmm. that the author portrayed it was a beautiful
1: piece of literature yeah I, so I tried i my thing is when I'm re- writing a scene or if I'm writing, I want you to be able to picture it in your head mm-hmm. what I'm writing and how yeah. I'm writing it. Yeah. And I think, I think that
0: there's, there's beauty in the encounter itself. And, and -hmm. that's what people, you know, a lot of people have their, their level that they're willing to picture and that's okay. And if you're not willing to picture that level, then just move past it. But I think that for me, I'm open to read everything because for me, it's the literature itself, mm-hmm. and in he- and hearing the the author's voice within that piece of literature, yes. and understanding their process that I enjoy so yes. much. Versus well, see, um, what heat level it is, to me, it doesn't yeah. matter what heat level it is because I mean, you could be totally raunchy, and I'm going to read it because I'm understanding your voice and and yes.
1: your your art. See, I'm dyslexic, and so with me reading, it helps me keep brushed up on how words Mm -hmm. are supposed to be written, Mm -hmm. or you know, or how they would be spelled. Because with my dyslexic, I was taught to if you can't if you can't know a word, skip over it, read the rest of it, and then it'll pop in your head. I spell things the way they sound to me. It might not be way, well, the right way of spelling, but I sound them, I do it the way I want. And I learned a long time ago my reading helps me keep brushed up on how words are supposed to be spelled.
0: That's amazing. So that, that ties in a whole new level of you having to write your books while working through some moments of dyslexia yes. in trying to figure out how to get that portrait mm-hmm. in your book too. Yeah. How does how has that struggle affected you in the author world?
1: Um it's a struggle, but not a big one. I don't I learned a long time don't let my handicap go against me that I am smart and I can do what I want to do. I mean. Um when I first started writing in 2017 I let it get to me i was like why should i do this i can't do this because of my dyslexic i can't do it i can't do it i can't do it no one's going to ever want to buy my books no one's ever going to want to read them because of all the mistakes and stuff but then here um one of the authors that i talked to he she gave me a program to use to put my books through so it'll help me and i found now i'm enjoying it more now than what i did in the beginning good i'm just having fun with it whatever comes out comes out
0: yeah that's awesome and i love that because a lot of people won't talk about the struggles that they go Mm -hmm. through in order to get to that end result which is the book actually published but i find that so many people go through struggles to get there and Mm -hmm. i think that it's a beautiful process to go through i struggle with add depression and anxiety and
1: yeah, I got too.
0: I can't I can't get my brain to focus on one thing. So I'm literally like all over the place. And it's like just bring it back down to and write because I will get yes. focused on 20 different things and then I'll realize the day is over and I didn't write at all. So it's I, like I,
1: I learned from um one of the authors that I read. He she said, I asked her, I said, How do you get anything done? She goes, Mindy, I limit myself three hours a day to write. Mm -hmm. i said okay cool so i broke it down to one hour in the morning one hour in the afternoon and one hour before i go to bed Mm -hmm. and that's how i do it and um i asked her also i said i got four stories going in my head right now which i do i have four three of them are short stories and the one i've been writing the third book in my series she goes whatever is the loudest that day is what i write i said okay good and that's what i do i just shut everything out and i'm like okay which one's speaking the loudest to me, and that's the one I write that day.
0: Wow. Well, I just want to tell you, you have some audience members here. Uh, Elizabeth Johnson says, amazing story, Morgan. So uh, she's Thank here you, watching. Elizabeth, Elizabeth it comes nice to, to, to us. Nice to meet you. Yeah, she's awesome. She's here. She watches almost every show that we do, and she's cool. beautiful So, a fellow author, also the uh the marketing director at Playtime Multimedia and publishing Ooh. as well. So and she won author of the year for Pulse the magazine for 2021. Um, and we sponsored those here at the Authors' porch. So she's fantastic author and um, up and coming, as well as doing some wonderful things. So, do you base your characters off of people all the time? You mentioned Billy, but do you base no, all? Richie, sorry. Do you okay. do you mention or do you? I told you i was yes. gonna mess up my words. You're like yes, I already I know what you're
1: talking about. Let me talk. <laughs> um, the first book. Not trying to give anything away. The um bad guy, uh-huh. I, I um, made from my first stepdad's brother. That was okay. very mean. He's a he's a pedophile, mm-hmm. and that's who. I based him off of in one of my books. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, I do. I don't do it a lot. Like this one I'm right now, my ex-boyfriend, I used him because we're still real good friends. I used him as what the guy looks like and his demeanor and stuff. I try to put as much real facts in it, but also made up facts. So you yeah. won't know which one's nice, which one, you know. So, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. And usually the names of my books as people that I know. I use right. put, like, a whole bunch of girl names that I know into a, a bow. And for the guys, I do the same thing. And whatever I draw out, I use or whatever name pops in my head first when I think of a story. That's what I use.
0: Yeah. I always try to tie it to something that's meaningful for me as well. Mm-hmm in order to excuse me keep that motivation for me it's to keep the motivation yes. so that the rest of the things that going on in life doesn't pull me away from it or i'll just kind of lose that yeah i'll get to it eventually type of <laughs> right. feeling
1: and i go to and i and i when i write i go to that place where i'm writing about and in my head i picture everything in my head that what's gonna be in that book and that's when the book comes and it just takes me my grandma's like, 'Cause I live with my grandma and she's like, Mindy, Mind I'm like, What? <laughs> and she's like, I've been calling you for five minutes. I said, I'm writing. I got my my earbuds in and I'm writing. I can't I can't hear you, grandma. You know that.
0: Yeah, yeah. My husband calls it the oh. me being zoned out. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you have to as a as yeah. an author, you have to zone out at certain moments because it's like it's like your characters are talking to you, but nobody else right. can hear what's going on. So it's like, hey, I'm having a conversation with my characters. Okay, <laughs> guess what I told her. <laughs> so if you had any advice to give uh, another author who may be watching this or may be thinking, well, I can't do it because of this or because of that, what would be some advice that you would give to another author to motivate them that they can do it too, that they can do the same thing that Morgan Powell is doing?
1: Have faith in yourself. Have courageous. Have a very good support team. I have a very support, good support team with my family and my friends. Okay. I've been friends with Michelle, who is in my first book, she's based off my best friend michelle we've been friends for 35 years best friends wow and she's my support my aunt's my support my grandma my mom my siblings i got siblings in that they're my support team you have to have a strong support team to back you up and make outlines i learned that you have to make outlines Mm -hmm. of what you want your characters to be what you want them to look like but just have confidence and faith in yourself if you don't have that then no matter what you do or the support team, it won't work. You have to have confidence. And I didn't have the confidence in the beginning. Now I do. And you have to have confidence in yourself.
0: That's true. And, and sometimes that's hard for people, but you, you got to be your number one fan. You're right. And you got to believe in yourself. And uh, what you upcoming? Yep.
1: If you don't, then it won't succeed. I'm proof of that because in the beginning, I didn't have no confidence, no faith or anything in myself. And it flopped. And now it's going good.
0: Amen. Amen. So what um, you talked about some of the upcoming projects you want to talk yes, about. Any I, know other ones?
1: Sure. I, I know for sure in 2023, I got four short stories coming out. Then um, I signed up with some books that have like a whole bunch of authors on them. Mm-hmm. or something like that i can't say the word sorry guys and um i'm gonna be in like three or four of them books in t- 2023 the anthologies um, yeah that's it i've got i'm doing two as well yeah i'm excited i'm doing I wonder... um i'm doing dating the ceo uh-uh, i'm not doing that one. I'm, da- I'm doing the hitman series no. and the wives have secrets okay other three i know
0: I'm doing Shades of Love, and I can't remember the other one. Don't tell no That's
1: one. That's fine. I know I got another one.
0: <laughs> I said, don't tell no one. We're live.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I got them, and then I'm going to release sometime this year. I pushed it back. It was supposed to release this month, but me and my editor talked. We pushed it back. I got Healing His Heart at the Ranch coming out, and it's in mm-hmm. my, my Love Rusty Texas series. And um, I'm writing on submitting to his love. And it's for, it's book three, no, sorry, book three of the Love in Rusty, Texas. Okay. Where can people
0: reach you if they want to grab your books, talk to you, book Uh, your first show? My books,
1: my book is released on Amazon right now. Sterling Love at the Ranch, the first book in the series. It's on Amazon. If they want to talk to me, they can get me on Facebook. I got an author page and a group page.
0: Um, Can you shout out your author page. I'll type it here in the comments. Yes,
1: it is um, Facebook at Morgan Powell author, and that's a, and and my group page is Love uh, Love in Rusty Texas R U S T Y.
0: Is it Love in R U S T Y T E X A S or just T X? Uh, no, T X. Okay, I'm I'm typing it in the comments as we speak, so that people can just click on it. I try to make it easier yeah. for folks there, so they can jump on yeah. there. And I mean, you know, everybody yeah. needs to love Texas because yes. you know it's,
1: a, it's this <laughs> whole
0: it's <laughs> own country.
1: What well, they say, what this, they mean, what they say, everything in Texas is big. I'm like, Mom, why did we leave Texas to come back to Illinois?
0: Well, you know I there's always there. A I had down there, Morgan, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: had I had all kinds of animals. We lived on farm. And we had an invisible sign on our front yard that says drop your animals off here. Don't know why. We always, next day, we always had two more dogs or two more animals. Yeah. We had fox, We had raccoons. We had every longhorns and everything. Ooh. My favorite was the horse. I love my horse.
0: I got bucked off a horse when I was five years old. It was a black stallion ever since. I've been a little, little testy with them. Like, I don't know.
1: My horse was from Gunsmoke, you know. Have you ever watched Gunsmoke? Matt Dillon's horse? Mine was the woman version of it. And she was a trick horse. I could put her reins down and go across the field and whistle. And then she'll come. Or I say, follow. And she was following me. I got on it. And I said, is this my horse? My dad goes, They're yeah. And I kicked it. I said, can it run? Yeah. As he was saying, yeah, I kicked it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was gone. Gone with the wind. Yes, so I this was is. Really, the...
1: I really <laughs> really fast to hold on.
0: I know, right? This is the part of the show where I'm going to take myself off screen and you're going to take over. you got two or three minutes to just talk about anything that maybe we didn't talk about during the show that you want to make sure that people hey, get no to know something about you. Uh, if you have your book, you can hold your book up, show everybody the cover of your book. i got it in
1: my totes. I'm at the place where I'm having my pro- release party. Oh, I don't know okay. Where it's at. So you can just tell
0: everybody, uh, okay. go read your books, shout out your website, any of that. You don't have to take the whole two to three minutes if you don't okay. want. And I'll pop up on screen when I can see that you're done with your time. Okay. okay. So okay. over to you, Morgan. All right.
1: Hi, guys. Nice to meet you guys. Um, I don't know what to say, but um, my first book, Sterling Love at the Ranch, is on Amazon. You can get it in a Kindle form. You can get it in a hardback, and you can get it in a softback, paperback. Um, it's came to me in a dream, and then I just wrote it. Um, that one and my next one in the series that it came to me in a dream, and that's what started it. I always loved to write, even when I was little. Uh, I would write stories or I would write poems or something. But I always wanted to write a book. I always wanted to become an author, but I never had the faith or the confidence to do it until here recently um i'm proud of my book it's got me to get rid of a lot of stuff that i've been holding in um i hope you enjoy it i hope you enjoy the ride and come along on the ride with me it's gonna be fun we're gonna have a lot of fun on this ride and uh i don't know what else to say and i'm very sorry no you did absolutely wonderful and i can't wait
0: for people to read your book and to for book number two and number three and the short i can't wait either yes it's gonna be so much fun so thank you so much morgan for coming on the show today Thanks for having me yeah thanks for sharing your journey having a good laugh uh i had a great time so did i
1: guys i'm not nervous Like yeah, I thought
0: no, I would be. Yeah, no need to be nervous because look, I'm just a person who had an idea to talk to a bunch of authors and do it live so everyone can see us. Because what right. people don't realize is we're real people with real feelings who had a dream and we want to share our dream with everyone else because our characters talk to us and they come to us because they know right. that we can put it out there for everyone else to read and that's what we want to do so guys don't forget to come back each week and watch us live or the podcast right here on facebook you can ask thanks for having me i'll come back anytime yeah you can ask uh siri or alexa to play the latest episode head to our website catch the latest issue of the magazine it came out january 1st and it is free to read on kindle unlimited or you can buy your copy on Amazon and check out our blog post. We want to continue to make all those dreams come true to provide them a platform to shine. We'll see you guys next time. And if you appreciate conversations like we do and want to become a better speaker, visit our friends, Brendan and Vomzy at mastertalk.ca, where they teach you how to use the power of your voice. Don't forget to stay awake with a nice cup of coffee from Third Day Coffee Seguine, the best cup of coffee on this side of heaven, over at thirddaycoffeeseguine.com. Until next time, my friends, I'm CJ. This is morgan go read her books and we will see you guys next time bye morgan bye everybody bye Bye, guys the author's porch is a certified veteran host podcast shows your support tune in share and subscribe